This podcast is for those of you who want to start or grow your business. You inhale everything you can about improving your mindset and may even have the action plan, but what's getting in your way every time? It's those damn human emotions. I'm Jessica Lee McKinley, life coach for millennial entrepreneurs and your host of the What's Happening podcast. Hi, Hapsters. We're back to our regular programming where we have nice sound quality for a change. It has been uh, quite a few episodes this summer where I've been recording not from home since I've been on the go, but I'm back in the studio and uh, it is just so great to be able to be here with you guys in my pajamas, but don't you worry, I'm coming at you feisty. I have a bit of a tough love, tough love episode for you here. Um, coming off of uh, an amazing, amazing event last night, which we'll talk about in a second. But am I going to actually switch things up and do it in reverse and immediately tell you who the hamster of the week is this week? And then we'll dive into kind of the event last night that was going on and then directly into our topic of the day, which is hope, a negative emotion. Okay, I know I'm going to leave you hanging on that. confusing title for a little bit um as i announced the hapster of the week who is natasha natasha courtney smith she and i are coming up on a year of coaching together which i can't believe time has flown and also simultaneously i can almost not even remember what coaching was like before i coached uh, a mind like hers it i just couldn't be prouder of her evolution and the person that she's become, as well as the business owner that she's become, and all of her other many very impressive titles as a human being. But one of those is founder and CEO of Bolt Digital. Bolt Digital, her company, is a digital marketing agency, mostly for beauty brands, and they're they're based in the UK. Um, and it she has also had other businesses as well and has had a a very illustrious career and she's in London so I have to of course send my condolences for their loss in the Euro Cup last week but celebrate we still shall because for a lot of reasons but really I wanted to shout her out this week for her real ability to hold the vision which is something I say to all of my clients but Natasha is someone who week after week no matter how emotionally challenging it can be to hold the vision when a goal that you set or just even even what as it pertains to a relationship or kind of the type of life you want to lead when the other pieces aren't kind of doing their part (laughs) and we're like hello we feel frustrated because we feel like we're doing everything and it's not working. Or you guys will tell me sometimes like the numbers just aren't adding up. And I'm like, listen, hold the vision, let the math catch up. And Natasha in not only business, but in her personal life has been, had the ability to hold the vision no matter what the circumstances are. She's also been super willing to feel overexposed for the sake of deeper connections, which is something that she told me that she's really wanted to um, improve in her life. And I can say 10 out of 10, she is committed to the process and 
no shocker here. She is getting incredible results in that department, as well as her commitment to the process and ability to question her thinking, no matter what we're working on, uh, whether it is you know her processes with her team at work or whether it is um, on the personal front, she is beginning, and I don't even want to say beginning, but she's really starting to get to the beginning stages of mastering compassion for herself in the process that is so uncomfortable for all of us as we authentically stumble forward. So if you want to check out Natasha and her business, or if you're in need of a digital marketing agency, they are incredible at what they do. And working with her is just a dream. She is quite good at what she does. Uh, you can follow her over Instagram or LinkedIn. Same name, Natasha Courtney Smith. I'm going to spell it for you. At N-A-T-A-S-H-A Courtney C-O-U-R-T-E-N-A-Y Smith at uh, on Instagram and on LinkedIn as well. She's quite a influencer over on LinkedIn. So if you're over there, definitely add her. So congrats, Natasha. I can't even believe when I looked that I haven't shouted you out as a hapster of the week yet. I think it's just because sometimes I forget because you came to me already in such an advanced place in so many places. Um, but your, your growth still seems to manage to 10 X. So, so proud of you. All right. And let's, let's talk about what happened last night. You guys last night, was a moguls meetup so moguls is my other company you guys know i am a life and business coach and my company is uh what's happening coaching but i also last year and actually it's gonna be a year ago next week um a dear friend of mine and another local business owner daphne bravo and i started a company called moguls of infinite opportunity and really we decided the first year we did not want to take any of the profits this wasn't this is not about money for us um we created this company as a directory initially it's evolved to be a full-on marketplace for giving-minded women-owned businesses and a community where we could really teach the principles of of giving and receiving and certainly enough uh, the giving uh marketing is easy to attract women the our perfect uh type of member but then they get in and then we find that a lot of them really struggle in the receiving department and so we are going to be doing a lot of trainings and events on that but last night we just wanted to have a meet and greet um and a way for our um members can to really connect in an intimate way because social media seems to be replacing so many things that i really cherish and value which is just one-on-one intimate personal deep connection with no distractions and you're just face to face there's nothing really in my opinion that can fully replace that and I love social media and I see all of its pros but we created an event last night for them to just come we had margaritas and Mexican food and we um, sat around and we outlined our goals for the last part of the year and um, these are smart talented beautiful women and as we went around and we were explaining intros and I was hearing all their amazing goals and what came up as we were talking about their favorite way to give and receive I kept overhearing from a a lot of them actually uh the words that they were hoping to be able to xyz 
um, you know, maintain consistent revenue or find and hire an amazing employee or quit their nine to five, right? And I can tell you that whether it was them or another client that comes to me and says this or a friend of mine that I hear say these things or even a stranger that I overhear when I'm in the grocery store, it's not going to happen. Not until they eliminate hope from the equation. And I'm going to explain here, but I really mean this, okay? The road of an entrepreneur, it's treacherous, okay? You're going to be rejected and collect more failures than you will hear yeses. Those of you who are listening to this episode right now and you're in your first year, you might be like, yeah, yeah, I get it. But in your brain, you might have this uh, false sense that for other people or once you hit a certain milestone that's going to go away and yes certain systems put things in place and things do um, can become streamlined and a little more automated but that uh, sense of no's and rejection that doesn't really ever completely go away right it's just what it takes it is collecting all those failures the first few years of being a business owner like I said They're like training for the Olympics. And do you think Michael Phelps hoped he'd make the team or win 17 gold medals over however many he won? Or anyone on the Olympic team, not even the elite of the elite. I'm talking about like the people that go and are on the Olympic team and then just sit on the bench, even for them. Anyone just being in the arena requires unflinching resolve that you were made for this that whatever comes at you you can conquer hope has no place in the arena my coach Brooke once said hope is a problem and I've never heard the word the same way again and I think reframing hope as a negative emotion for you guys and you know this podcast is about emotions as it pertains to business hope is not helpful And I think we think of hope as this like glimmering positive emotion in a sea of negative circumstances. But what I want to offer you is hope is actually a negative emotion rooted in negative thinking and or pessimistic thoughts about yourself in a sea of neutral circumstances. Okay, so. I, I, when I say, when it comes to your goals, reframing it as a negative emotion is crucial. When you say, I hope, what are you actually feeling in your body? Does it feel open and luxurious and optimistic when you start a sentence about your goals with I hope? Or is it soaked in doubt, uncertainty, unworthiness? I know that that's what I feel and see and hear from the people that I now talk to after I hear them say I hope because I cannot help myself okay whenever I hear a client say I hope though I I probe their thoughts and here are some of the common ones and I had to write them down because it's something that we are kind of conditioned to say we hear it a lot and we don't think too much about saying it it's not one of those obviously Uh, negative things to say like I can't or it's hard or anything like that but it is just as poisonous okay so here are the thoughts that they are really under I hope 
you're saying, I hope to, because when I ask them, why do you say, I hope they say, well, I don't know how to get there or I've never done it before, or I can't guarantee that I'll get the results or I have so many variables or competing priorities like their kids or the current job or the travel plans, or I'm still a beginner. And I want to break down some of these things for you and why these are all not acceptable reasons (laughs) to say the words I hope, okay? So when you say, I don't know how to get there, it's just really not relevant. Okay, so you don't know. I mean, my hapsters know. I don't know is not an option. They're just not even allowed. It's banned. (laughs) And when someone new comes in and inevitably says, I don't know, in group, everyone's like, ooh, (laughs) like they're going to get in trouble. That actually happened last night. It wasn't a hapster event, but there were a handful of my clients there. And one of them was accidentally, while she was speaking to the group, she said, I don't know. And then she looked at me and the two other hapsters looked at her and everyone started laughing and everyone's like, what's happening? And it was really truly a highlight of my life so anyway we know I don't know is not an option mainly because it just creates nothing for you so when you come to coaching we're here to get results right so if you want results in your business you don't tell yourself I don't know ever it's not relevant if you don't know truly saying I don't know just creates more confusion and we don't hope just because we don't know every goal I set I I don't know exactly how I'm going to get to the result or get to the destination doesn't stop me from believing so hard. I don't have to know the how. In fact, I encourage my clients to set goals so big that you can't possibly know exactly how, because if you know all the hows, it's not really a goal. It's more just a series of tasks. Okay. A goal should feel so big and audacious and possible for the person you are today that because you do not know the whole how okay so you don't know how to get there it's just not really relevant um the second one i've never done it before it's just past focused and we're gonna continue to build your business and your future from your future that's something i learned from my coach and it was a game changer for me because of course all of us have that that we've never done things before as we're scaling to the next level. Of course, we've never done the things that we need to do to get to the next level. Otherwise, we'd be at the next level, right? It's just kind of also an irrelevant thing to say. So I've never done it before isn't a good enough reason to not have full on conviction in your goals, okay? I can't guarantee I'll get the results listen, yes, you can (laughs) using the model, you know, that where results created, if you know the model, you first, you think it, you believe in it. Step one, that creates your feeling confidence or resolve or conviction. And then it drives your action to fail forward and not worry, make the failure, make a big deal. And then you continue to do that. And then you create the result. You don't think the thought, I can't guarantee I'll get the results. What do you what do you think that's gonna create? When you think the thought, I can't guarantee I'll get the results, you're guaranteeing you're not gonna get the results. That's what that thought creates. So just watch out for those thoughts that we 
feel like are protecting us when actually they're cementing the exact result we don't want to create. And if you get really technical, either everyone can guarantee results or using the model or no one can guarantee results (laughs) because, you know, at the end of the day, if there are certain other variables that have to come into play and you can't, like, then why are there other people who are just confident people like myself, for example, that will guarantee that I'm going to do something and then do it and then create that result? It's because that deep belief allows me to continue to show up in my a-line in my action plan when you will give up because you believe that it was kind of a lost cause in the first place you were hoping but you didn't really believe right hope kind of comes with this sub sub heading of like but not really and then the final one oh no two more I have so many variables or competing priorities, right? Kids, current job, travel plans. These are really just excuses. So (laughs) we know how we feel about those. Excuses are also not just, they're not facts. And even let's say they are facts, then the answer is just, oh, okay, now you understand the reason that you're hoping is because you don't actually really hope it at all. You're just lying, (laughs) You're saying you hope and you'd like to, but the truth is you'd really rather not do what it takes or you'd rather spend the time completely with your family and not have, you know, any childcare or any of that. And that's also totally fine. Just tell yourself the truth about it and don't pretend to desire something else. Like, yeah, I would love to have a gold medal, but also not really because I don't want to eliminate all of my social life to be training and all year round and then go and be away that whole time and it's it takes a certain type of commitment and I understand that I'm not committed to the process either okay and then finally I'm still a beginner this is just kind of you being fixed in an identity oh I'm I'm hoping because I'm still a beginner so I don't really know what I don't know (laughs) it's even worse than saying I don't know I'm still a beginner this is always a being a beginner is always just a thought. It's a mindset, not a circumstance, not a fact. Okay. So just watch out if you're calling yourself a beginner still in the beginning of your business or beginning of your industry or how long it's been. When I started out, I should never encourage anyone to call themselves a beginner unless you've reframed it. And, you know, I love the term beginner's energy. It's something that I teach too. And I think of it as a great thing. And I'm like, yeah, beginner's energy. It's so fun. And it's like, I'm not that worried about failing. So I'll just go after things and after things. But it has nothing to do with me tying that to my lack of, um, of, capability, right? And, or yeah, capability to create results. So just watch out for the way that you're uh, claiming an identity as this badge of honor, even though that identity is what you think is keeping you from the result that you want to create, right? I'm a beginner, so I can't fully believe in my goal yet. No. (laughs) Okay. Um, And here's what I recommend instead. Okay. Let's replace hope with a decision. Then... Pretend there are no other options other than getting this result. So, for example, let's say someone's ransomed your family, and unless you hit your goal by December 31st, let's say your goal is to make 100K, you'll never see them again. What would you do? 
I know it's very dark, but seriously. (laughs) Okay. The truth is for most of us, nothing is going to happen if we don't hit our goal. But that's the point. You don't want nothing to happen to you in your life. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because you want big things to happen to you. It's like Dory says to Marlon in Finding Nemo. I think it's Finding Nemo. Yeah. Um, They're like in the whale and she says he's all freaking out like, should never have left him. I'm never going to let him leave again. I don't want anything to ever happen to him. I don't want to let anything happen to him. And she's like, that's a weird thing. If you don't let anything happen to him, nothing will ever happen to him. And that's kind of what you guys are doing when you're just not fully putting your all into things. You're saying, well, I don't want to get my hopes up because, you know, like if I do, then something will happen to me. Good. Something will happen. You'll feel a negative emotion. Good. Because you know what? Without that deep negative emotion, it won't feel nearly as sweet. You won't be able to actually feel how amazing it feels to hit a goal and know where you came from. All right? So we're sold on this idea, like I said, that you shouldn't get your hopes up. And I agree. But when I say it, I mean something entirely different from what other people mean when they say it. Instead of getting your hopes up, Get your decisions down, write them down, speak them out, claim them, and get specific too, measurable. I want you to reverse engineer them, create an action plan, and then set out to fall on your face so often and quickly and intentionally that by the time you've gotten back up the hundredth time, you've become someone who is seasoned. You have to pull out a notebook, you're so seasoned, and you have to make some new decisions. Okay? Hope not, my sweet papsters. You so awesome.